Welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast by Focus on the Family Singapore. Family life can be crazy and chaotic, so join us as we figure it out together. Hello and welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast. My name is Joanna Koho and I'm your host for this episode. Now in each episode of the Parent Podcast, we'll be tackling questions that parents are asking about family life, parenting, marriage, work life, and much more. We'll be speaking with everyday parents and practitioners as they share with us their experience and practical ideas. We hope that you'll keep tuning in to learn with us and to grow personally in your journey as a parent. I have with me today a mother-daughter team and uh, this is the first time they're with us, but it's also a, a, a quite a different mother-daughter team than we will usually have because they are a more mature mother-daughter team. Uh, first of all, uh, Tabitha, she's a first-time mom to baby Olivia, who is currently eight, eight, eight months, months old. old. Uh, and she is a working mom who actually sounds like a really busy working mom because she is not only a freelance copywriter, she owns a bridal studio. And now that she has an eight-month-old, uh, she has to, of course, you know, juggle, as I believe many of our listeners do, with work, with family, and of course, with the husband, and many, many other commitments. Uh, but she is here today uh, with her mom, Jace, who is grandma to baby Olivia and has spent Yay. actually the past, yeah, it's good being grand, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and so Jace, you have spent, wow, last two decades, 20 years. Okay, we want to ask about your age, don't worry. <laughs> you are a young grandma, yes, dedicated to uh, raising your kids and now first grandkid, right, yes, baby Olivia? First. Yeah, and I know that you are very passionate about journey with other women in both their marriage as well as their, their parenting journey. And um, maybe for a start, you know, I firstly welcome to both of you. Thank you. Um, I know, uh, Jace, that, that, that tap, Taps is your eldest yes. of four children. Yes. Is she quite different from the rest? I'm a girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. She's different. Okay, the rest are all uh, boys, boys. And I understand yeah. there's actually a very huge age gap. Yeah, seven years between her and the eldest boy. Okay, was that like, like, you know, when you had your number two, it was almost like starting over all yes, again? Yes, all over again. Okay, so, so it's almost like Taps was born in a, an earlier era. Yeah. <laughs> Reese is a single child in that sense, right? Almost, right. yeah, because I was primary one when my yeah. first brother came along. So I think it was, the so growing up years was pretty much single child. First grandchild on my mom's side as well. So I got like all the attention from the uncles and aunties. And then when my brothers came, along um it was it was different yeah I, I i think it wasn't it wasn't so much like older sister but like second parent ish the <laughs> naughty parent la, the parent you, that you like, felt like you were the second parent at, at seven uh, years old not, okay i wouldn't say parent but just i think support because my mom only stopped working when they had my youngest brother so before that was mostly uh my helper and i at home and I think, okay, I, I, I would think I helped out more than I did, but I'm pretty sure I was also another child to take care of. Like. Okay, you were number one. Maybe you were just bossy. Yeah, <laughs> right? she helped Definitely. a lot. She helped a she lot. Did help yeah, a lot. she loves the younger brothers, I would say. Okay, so she was really like a mini mommy. Yeah, in, in that way. And very mature for her age. Because I remember when she was in childcare, she always asked for a younger sibling. Oh, yeah, so she got them. 
<laughs> more than more than one, right? Three younger siblings, yeah. three younger brothers. Yeah. Okay, who I assume that uh, you are quite close to them since you've always wanted younger siblings. Yes, yes. Um, we are actually very close. Uh, I would say that I'm able to just you know hang out with them even one on one or just text them and um yeah our family is close. We all pretty much know what's happening in each other's lives on like a regular basis. We know. We even know like what we eat for lunch and dinner and whatever. <laughs> so yeah, we have we have a really good relationship and I think it's something that, that we're all very even, blessed Even with. now, because now you don't live with your parents anymore, right? Yes, yeah, so um, uh, prior to me having the baby, uh, we did move back for a bit because um, I, was, I, I was having a rather tough time when I was pregnant. But now my brothers and, okay, and my parents are so attached to Olivia so I would say we see them like at least three, four times a week. Yeah, they will come to my place just to see baby or we'll have meals together. And we, and we do go over twice a week as well. So we are very much still in each other's lives. Yeah. <laughs> it does help. We are we're living very close to each other. Okay, that was a, a deliberate arrangement. Yes, yes. When, um, when my husband Mark and I got married uh, and we were buying the house, uh, even his mom also advised us to buy a place near my parents because oh. she said that when we have kids, I would need my mom's help. Oh. Yeah. So I, I think that was really very valuable advice. And I'm very thankful for my mother-in-law for even, mm. you know, just sharing that with us also. Okay, so that uh, sort of leads us into today's topic. And we're going to talk about Then I Became Mom. And Tab, since it's uh, the first time you're becoming a mom, or you've become actually already a mom, uh, we want to talk about the relationship, you know, how that has changed between you and your mom. Um, ha- have you always been this close? Uh, yeah, I, I, I would like to think. And yeah, we, we definitely we have always been close since growing up. Um, I think fighting doesn't mean that we weren't close if anything maybe maybe we, we get closer after after fighting or because we're close that's why you know we we fight um and have friction and all that because we spend a lot of time together um but growing up we've always had i think a really good and open relationship not just with her but with my dad as well and right. just very open communication i think that really just has helped a lot I, like I'm very I'm confident in saying that my mom is like a friend, you know, not just my mom, and and we're able to just share openly with each other, not just as mother and daughter, but I think like even my mom has openly shared like her own struggles and concerns with me also. So we are able to relate to each other as women as well. Mm. Yeah, and I but think it hasn't yeah. always been like that. Or, or were you so mature at seven years old <laughs> that, that you already had this kind uh, of friendship going? No, no, of course not. I think I was I was a terror. My brothers definitely were much easier to handle yes. than than really? me. Yeah. In, so, in what sense? Maybe you are nodding Jay's like Yeah, because she is a very to me, she's a very willful person. Okay. <laughs> very willful. You know, compare her with the boys. She's right. very willful. She has a mind of her own. She makes her own decision. So I would say that during her teenage years, we have lots of fights. Right. Yeah. What, what would they be on? I mean, like... School, okay. friends, right. you know, things like that. Yeah. Boys, okay, I hear you saying more. <laughs> <laughs> Was there any tension with regards to who you marry? Uh, no, I think we were always clear. Um, I was always clear on what my parents wanted for me. Mm-hmm. The first question would always be, is he a Christian? Beyond that, does he have a good relationship with God? I mean, because we are believers. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of just set the, the basis for me. It was very clear um, what 
what they wanted for me. But, and I always knew that was what they wanted for me, not, not what they wanted like for themselves in that sense. Mm-hmm. And I think that really just helped a lot. Yeah. Okay, so there's hope for moms out there who are currently like willful children. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, feeling very challenged by their, their, their daughters particularly and, and maybe arguing with them because their daughters are teenage years. But seeing both of you here and you look like you have such a tight relationship. So <laughs> there is hope for yes. all of yes. us out there. The daughters, yes. the daughters come back. The daughters come back. <laughs> was there actually like a, a, a turning point or like, you know, what were some milestones that sort of added to or helped the relationship? you know, uh, be strengthened and, and sort of turn around to this wonderful friendship that you both share today? I think for both of us, we are very open with each other. You know, I share with her even um, disappointments, you know. Mm. So I think that helps in that sense. Is like we, we just talk very freely, very easily and very open. And I one thing I appreciate her is she, her, she's able to forgive. I mean, as parents, sometimes we fail. Sometimes mm. we say things that are not right. Sometimes we gave a lot of sarcasm. But she's able to take that, you know, and she forgive. So I'm very thankful. And, and, and Tess, has there been anything that has changed in maybe the way you view mom now, now that you are a mom yourself? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think that after I became a mom, I realized just the sheer amount of like how much I don't know. Right. But then we, but we want to try our best anyway and um yeah and I, and I think I, I start to see that like in the past I always feel that my like maybe that when I was younger my mom didn't understand me mm. but I realize now that the world that Olivia will grow up in is completely different from the world that I grew up in mm. and it's, it's a huge gap and mm. and I think that as a mom like me trying to understand even the things that she has to deal with as she grows up is what my mom went through with us right and it's also like Every because single your mom's day. world that she grew up in would yes, have been was different from so your different world. Yes. From ours, yes. <laughs> and I also realised that every single day is something new, right. right? There's really no handbook to parenting regardless of how many kids you've had. Um, every, every child is so different and I think, so yeah, that, that definitely sh- made me realise that um, my mom, like my parents, really tried their best. Like they, they mm-hmm. as in whatever that they did was what they felt was best for us in their, mm-hmm. in their own capacity mm-hmm. at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. without a doubt. So because of that, you're really more appreciative yeah. of your mom today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and how, how has it been now that you're grandparenting <laughs> the next generation in a, like Taps is saying, a very different world from even yeah. the world that you brought your kids up in? Yeah, I mean, how, how's the grandparenting, grandmothering experience been? So oh. fun. So fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think grandparenting is very different. We have the luxury of playing with the you know the baby at the moment she's a baby we don't do that much discipline at the moment because we feel that you know the parents have to do the discipline right. of course sometimes if she's at home and she's older mm-hmm. at a stage of where mm-hmm. she need discipline we will do that but at the moment it's a lot of fun because she's just a baby <laughs> a lot of playing so we leave the parenting part to the parents. Uh-huh. The parents. Uh-huh. Yeah. That, that must be quite hard to do because I mean we've heard from so many grandparents that you know just to fight the urge to step in, especially if you see that your child, who is supposed to be the parent, is not quite doing it maybe in the correct way. Yeah, how, how do you, you know, um, do you have disagreements about those things? I think I would say, even at this stage, you know, where Olivia is eight months, they, you know, she's weaning her into semi, 
solids. Solid. Yeah. Mm. The way we do things are very different. Her way and my way. Okay. But I have to tell myself that she has, nowadays parents, they have read a lot. You know, mm. they have social media, they share with <laughs> the mums how they bring out their kids. Then to me, I tell myself, my way may not be the best way. Right. So I have to leave her to decide how she wants to bring out Olivia, how she wants to develop her. I think, you know, because I have to trust that, yeah, she will do the best. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes I find that, yeah, I, I can share my input, mm -hmm, but it's for mm -hmm. her to decide. Is that how you receive it, Taps? Yeah, 100%. Um, I think a lot of things for me, especially when she was a, when she was a baby, then newborn, there's a lot of stress. You know, mm -hmm. we, had, we had things with jaundice and all that. And also, like, the old way would be, like, sunning and water. And then mm -hmm. these are things that, not just my mom, but my mother-in-law who was doing my confinement, we also mm -hmm. clashed. But hits, you know, uh, about... And then after that, both moms uh, have been very respectful in terms of the way, leaving me to parent, the way that I... I decide to. My mom actually even stepped in to talk to my mother-in-law to oh. say that, you know, like, they are young but need to trust that we will always want to do what's right, best right, for the right, baby right. and what was best then or what worked then might not necessarily be the best method even if it worked. Yeah, so I'm just really thankful for that. I think it's really hard. I mean, now that I'm a parent, I'm like, I'll, <laughs> of course, like, if I see Olivia doing something wrong, I, I would really want to tell her exactly how it should be done. Now I kind of understand how difficult it was for my mom to kind of let me make my own mistakes growing up as well and knowing that like some things are obviously wrong but just being able to say like you know you, you need to go and make those mistakes but I'm here for you. Right. Yeah and not saying that like I told you so you're on your own like bye you know that kind of thing. <laughs> it's not it's not it's not the case lah. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. It sounds like what uh, at Focus on the Family we call the, the, the parent-coach parenting style. <laughs> where, where you are the parent and you obviously need to be the, the leader in the family over your child. But at the same time, you know, uh, allowing them to make their own mistakes, allowing them to learn along the way, just like a coach standing on the sidelines, cheering mm -hmm. them on, like you said, being there for them. Uh, not, not just kind of letting them loose and, yes. and, you know, fend for yourself. Whatever mistakes you make, that's your problem. But, but really being there as their, their first cheerleader. And encourage them along. Um, you know, it's often been said, and I think there's a research that shows that we we tend to parent like our parents. Uh, Tess, do you find yourself doing that? I think so. I I feel that because I have a good relationship with my parents as well. I mean, my my husband also has a good relationship with his parents and my parents. I I do think that we would parent like them in the sense that okay, I I do think that we take all the positives, yeah, and we try to incorporate that into our parenting. Naturally, there are also things that we didn't particularly like or maybe didn't understand when we were younger. We see that now. And actually, sometimes we, we, we see those patterns surfacing, but I think we're more aware um, and try to kind of make sure that we, we don't... So we, we learn from... In, in a good way, it's also we learn from our parents kind of like small mistakes that, that they may have made. Um, and we try not to make them with Olivia as well. I, I was just sharing, I was just talking with my mom earlier over lunch that like we parent, I think I parent like they like she does, but they don't grandparent like how they used to parent us. It's completely <laughs> double standards, right? <laughs> like, but, but it's not double standard because you, you just said it yourself. One's a parent, the other one's yeah, a grand. Yes, so like, I say, they'll let us, think it's different. They'll let us fall, you know, and make our mistakes. But with Olivia, it's like, oh no, the baby like must catch her and like not let her like get hurt. So yeah, it's, it's different, but I think it's, it is a blessing to be able to see um, 
my own parents with my children with my child. I think that's something that's just really very precious to me. So you kind of appreciated it sounds like that that your mom is also, you know, grandparenting your mm-hmm. daughter quite differently from how you are parenting her. Yes. I, I think that it's a good balance for her. We are the key disciplinarians, but also like she gets that affection and fun from the grandparents and the uncles. And I think that's totally fine. I, I want her to grow up with that sort of support as well. My mom's dad, my grandpa, spoiled us as grandchildren, but he was a very strict dad as well. Yeah. So I think that's something that we've seen. But I think that having grandkids sometimes actually brings the parent and the child closer also because the grandparents can kind of express that sort of love and affection with the grandchild that maybe in their own relationship, that dynamic hasn't really been formed and it hasn't been there. But I think that can bring about um, a really good sort of like healing also even in the family if like some relationships are not as good as they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it sounds like we don't just parent the way we were, we were parented, but we grandparent <laughs> the, <laughs> the way we were grandparented. <laughs> Jace, maybe um, if I could ask you, you know, mm. now today watching uh, your daughter, uh, a mom in her own right, mm. you know, do you see yourself in her? Do I see myself in her? I think motherhood has changed her, definitely. In a way, she mature. You know, I can see her blossom. But I can't, I wouldn't say that I see myself in her. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Is it good or bad? I, I don't know. I really don't know. But I do see. I do see that she has mature. She, you know, from a single person and she married, becoming a wife, and then now a mother. That I can see that she has put away that self, you know, that is in her. Because when you're single, you look after yourself. You're more of, you know, what is my. So I make everything decision. Yeah, based on self. But now that she's a mother. She has learned to take care of the husband. She has learned to take care of the household, right. the family. So I've seen her growing up, you know, in terms of motherhood. And um, I'm very glad for her, actually. Ah, yeah. yeah, it sounds like... You know, taking up the responsibility. You're very proud of her. Taking up the responsibility and growing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really glad for her. Wow. Ted, she's proud of her. <laughs> she, she tells me that. She tells me that often as well. I'm very thankful for that. Yeah, because I think it's just things that people may take for granted. So I think her being a mom, having her own journey, even something as breastfeeding, she she recently just dropped me a message last week and just said, you know, like it's been eight months. You should be proud of yourself, you know, for, for doing that. And I think it's something that I stress myself about. And then I kind of just took it for granted that, okay, this is my body. This is what I should be doing. But then like just to have her appreciate and also when I'm with her, like, I, I know that it's the only time where I kind of know that, okay, like, someone else is taking care of me. Mm. Yeah, not, not, not that my husband doesn't, <laughs> but as in with, with my mom, it's different. Like, I can manja, be a child. Manja, yeah, daughter. manja. I can, I can be a child again, you know. I'm someone's, I'm still someone's still beloved your, your daughter. your mommy's girl. Yes. <laughs> so I, I think that has really helped us um, grow a lot closer because I think there are a lot of things that are unsaid now also that we understand, that there's a common understanding because now... Like, I've joined the, okay, I'm a mom, sort of frank as well. <laughs> I think that when, when she shares a lot of things with me, I can see it coming from a mother's heart, right? Mm. And not so much, uh, like... Not just from her, grandma. Yes, from her telling me what to do. It's really, mm. I, I can see the heart behind it. And it's so much, I think, easier to, to accept also. Even criticism yeah. also. Yeah. yeah, because I know that the, the heart is, is just that she wants the best for me. Like, as a mom, I would always want the best for my child. So as my mom, I know, that, I know where she's coming mm. from. It's a lot easier to kind of accept and understand. 
Wow, yeah. and it's great to hear, Jace, that, you know, ever since you became grandma, you didn't kind of, like, abdicate your role as mom. <laughs> but now you're both. And, yeah. and it's possible, right? Um, maybe before we conclude, if I could ask uh, each of you, you know, what is one motherly wisdom, uh, perhaps, Jace, that you, you want to pass on to, to Tabs and you hope that she will pass on to her daughter? And maybe Tabs, from your perspective, what is one motherly wisdom that you've derived from watching your mom and that you hope to one day pass on to your daughter? I think for me, I would say, accept the child as she is, mm. you know, different journey or different season of your life, you will encounter different challenges. Mm. You know, like I say earlier on, as a teenager, she was quite challenging for us mm. to handle. But acceptance, you know, uh, accepting them for who they are and just journey with them and love them. Mm. One day we shall hear about all the willful exploits you did. <laughs> <laughs> need a few more box. <laughs> a few more sessions for that. Yeah. Acceptance. How about you, Ted? I think it's just being selfless that mm. I hope to pass on to Olivia or like my future kid. It's just, I think my mom has just been very, very selfless in her love for all of us. The whole family, the kids. And that's something that I hope I can even like live up to la, or do that. Do you think she lives up to that? I mean, you mentioned it earlier. Yes, yes, definitely. The, the night feeds, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so those things, only when you become a mom. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, um, I guess you need to be also ready taps in case um, your daughter goes through a willful period as well. Yeah, we, we, we are quite sure she will. She, she's, she, she has her own personality and character. Then we're saying that um, for sure, I think she will be even more challenging than I was. You know, it's really just that's how we, that's how we go. But um, yeah, la, I think with, with my mom's, with grandma's wisdom and patience, at least like I have someone to go to, to be like, mom, she's just like me. Oh, like, help me. Yeah. That's what I told you, right? Next time your daughter will be like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then I hope I can be like you to her. Wow. Great words. Great wisdom. Uh, thank you so much for, uh, to both of you for being here. I mean, I wish our listeners could, could also experience uh, the touching moments we've had. Unfortunately, this is just audio for now. Um, but there have been moments of tears uh, or tears coming. And to our listeners, if you were here with me, you can really feel that that love and the bond between mother and daughter. And I'm very, very confident that your baby, Olivia, and however many other kids you're going to have, <laughs> will have this great uh, legacy, you know, for their lives. Um, and so there you have it. When you become a mom, you know, your relationship with your own mother uh, will keep evolving, will keep growing, and there's stuff to learn even when you become grandma. Um, and so on that topic of mothers, well, this Mother's Day, um, we want to give all of our listeners out there an opportunity to appreciate your mother. And we have a Mother's Day campaign. So if you log on to family.org.sg slash take a moment, uh, that would be an opportunity for you to take a moment to appreciate your mom. And if you have any other questions as a parent that we can help you with, do write to us at parentad, that is P-A-R-E-N-T-E-D, at family.org.sg. Thank you once again to Jason and Tats for being Thank with you, us Jason. today. Thanks for having me.